Welcome back to Middle Tech's Weekend Reading. I'm Nate. We have a fun one this weekend. We're going to read a blog from Evan Knowles. It's titled Virtual versus In-Person Work. We have some responses after that blog, though. One is from a recent podcast guest, and the second is from myself. As always, we want to know what you think. Let us know. We're at Middle Tech Pod on social. Let's do it. Virtual versus in-person work by Evan Knowles. The world unquestionably changed in so many ways due to COVID. One of the ways the world has changed the most is in how we work. Businesses had to very quickly change to a remote first reality last year, and that put a strain on less technical businesses, and it put stress on a lot of employees who are used to being around the people that they work with as part of their job. The new reality will likely be something closer to a hybrid model, but COVID has proved a good percentage of the work we do every single day can be done virtually. Not all things will go virtual, though. Here are a few things that will remain in person for the most part. Number one, strategic sales with large accounts. This is something that can never be virtual. Large sales and business relationships have to be done in person to establish trust and strong rapport. The investment of travel and entertainment for these large accounts and for these strategic relationships will always be worth it. We will see a large percentage of sales and introduction meetings go virtual, but not those big ones. There's too much on the line. Number two, new employees and roles that involve strong teamwork. The teams that come to mind when I'm thinking about this are sales, brand marketing, product development, and even some engineering. You can never replace the serendipity and spontaneous conversations that take place in person with these kind of roles, especially with new teammates. These roles all involve heavy collaboration and brainstorming of new ideas. That work can't be done on Zoom or on tools like Miro with the same effectiveness as simply sitting across the table from that person. Number three, entry-level sales. Sales is all about empathy, energy, and knowledge. New salespeople need to be around other salespeople to get that energy, that empathy, and that knowledge, and that it takes to convert sales. Those things are feelings and are learned by example and spontaneous moments. Entry-level sales is very hard. It is the hardest team to build at any company. Making this role remote would greatly increase stress, disconnection, and ultimately increase the churn of salespeople. Sales organizations with high churn typically fall behind. Alright, so those are some good points from Evan. In a recent Middle Tech episode with Masha from Drive Capital, we discussed that exact topic, and she had similar opinions. Take a listen. I think if we zoom out five years from now or fast forward or whatnot, and like someone someone historically maps back, I think the companies that choose a remote forever policy are going to fall behind those that come back into the office and start, you know, working from work. And just the idea generation that happens, you know, in person is just just like unequivocally better, right? Like it's, yeah. it's less formal, even though people are getting used to Zoom. Um, I think one reason it was important for us to work, you know, safely in the office together was that spontaneous kind of back and forth just wasn't happening for us as a partnership over Zoom. So I personally, Nate, I wonder where remote work lies in the future. 
It was popular last summer for people to say, I'm never going back into the office, and I even know some people who still think that way. But for me, it was never like that. I just get too much energy from human interaction, and I can't just sit at my desk in my bedroom all the time. I, I miss that energy. But I also can't see myself wasting an hour or two every single day commuting and dealing with the logistics of an office. So now, obviously, the big buzzword is hybrid. But what does that look like? Is it two days a week in an office? Is it three? How do you ensure that you're in office on the same days as your team members so you can make the most out of that time? What if there's a big traffic jam? Do you just stay home that day? If that's the case, why even go in in the first place? Clearly, there's a lot to figure out here. I also think the answer, for a while at least, is going to be extremely regional. Working in Chicago and being in constant contact with everybody in Kentucky, I have a bit of a dual perspective here. When I talk to people in Kentucky, at first it feels like they just said screw it about COVID, and it sounds like a really foreign concept. But on the flip side, when they hear me talk about Chicago, they're absolutely shocked that everyone is still holed up in their apartments. Getting back to work will be regional, both in timing and in structure. Like Masha said, some companies will have advantages if they get back early. But maybe other companies will have an advantage of better talent if they stay remote and that talent wants to be remote. Like Evan said, some activities are simply executed better in person. But will everybody that is part of those activities, both internally and externally, agree with that? Last March and April, we pivoted to COVID so quickly. It was a wild time, and the world looked completely different almost overnight. That's already beginning to reverse itself in some areas. Things are opening back up quickly as well. But just like we couldn't imagine what things looked like when we shut down until it had already happened, I don't think we can predict what they'll look like next until we're fully there either. So what do you think? 